and welcome to another episode of Relatively Relatable. I'm your host, Sarah Chappé. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. If you want to see more from us, be sure to check us out on our Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. So, Jake. <sighs> What's up? What's new? I can't get I can't get the uh, get the hang of the this thing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Or how many how many episodes in? I feel like it's my first time every time. <laughs> That's okay. Keeps I feel it, like keeps us on our toes. I feel like one of these days we should do a podcast not at night. Yes, I almost because, texted you that today. Yeah. But then I just didn't. Yeah. It's hard because we both have normal things that we do during the day, but I feel <laughs> like by the end of the day, my brain is so tired mm-hmm. that like words are hard. I usually take a nap right before we record. Oh, sounds great. <laughs> so I was, well, today when I texted you, cause I asked, I texted you and asked you what time, cause we did a different time last week and i I don't know. Every time that happens, I'm always like, "Is okay, is this going to be the new time now? Mm-hmm. So I was, I was like, maybe I have some time to get a little bit of a, a nappy poo in. <laughs> but I, I didn't, unfortunately. No, I usually take a nap from like four to five and then I work out from five to six and then we record. Perfect. Yeah. Are you the kind of person that feels like if you get a nap, like, is there, is there like a, gold gold standard time for nap for you okay so my nap time and i've heard this is a real thing like you're like it's like a natural thing people get really tired from like one to three Mm -hmm. and so i usually take a nap between one to three if i'm gonna take a nap because i work for myself so i can freaking do that and Mm -hmm. um but i don't try to do the full two hours because then you know I won't sleep. So it's like I try to I read that like 20 minutes or to a half hour is like a good like reboot nap. Right. But my goal lately is to get up earlier so that I can because I haven't been sleeping good. So I'm trying not to nap anymore (laughs) to try Mm. and reset my like sleep schedule. I've even cut out coffee and I had my first like deep sleep last night. So I'm really open. To stay on track. So I didn't nap today. I watched uh, Netflix Mm. instead and I worked out. So yeah. Yeah. I always find, I feel like if I nap, if I take a nap that's longer than like a half hour, Mm -hmm. I just wake up tired Mm -hmm. and feel like I should just go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. But the half hour nap, like I remember, I remember like in college or in high school when we, I would come home from, you know, for lunch or if I had blocks off in high school or whatever, Mm -hmm. I'd do like, I'd lay, <laughs> I'd lay on the floor every time, lay on the floor and take a half hour nap or whatever before sports practice, or whatever I had to do. And I, I took naps in college a lot too. That Those way, naps hit different though. They do. And <laughs> for some reason, I feel like a floor nap is way better than any other nap. I don't know what it is. I don't feel is. that like, way. <laughs> I, I don't, I really don't mind sleeping on the floor most of the time. I don't know what it is. I feel like. It's uncomfortable enough to where you don't want it want it to last longer than like a half hour. Yeah, that's true. So it's like the perfect in and out. 
The uh, worst sleep I ever got was when we were at Lake Powell. We like kayaked a half hour out and we like took all of our camping stuff and we were like, oh, we don't want to bring like the blow up mattress and everything because we're already taking so much stuff. And so we just slept on the sand and it was the literal worst sleep I've ever had. Like I'll sleep anywhere now because that was... We will every so there was four of us and we were all waking up like in thirty minute shifts because of mm. how horrible our backs felt. And I was like, I should have just went and like slept in the kayak or something, just like <laughs> sitting straight up because it was that bad. Ugh. And we all got up at like five a.m. because it was just like the worst thing ever. Sleeping on the floor probably child's play now. Yeah, yeah. At least it's flat. Yeah. <laughs> Realigns your spine a little and bit. And like a I think. pillow at least. Like your neck is like when you're sleeping yeah. on the sand. Yeah. And you're trying to I, like dig your body I, in. When I sleep on the floor, I sleep belly down with my <laughs> neck, my head cracked over to the side, which I I don't know how I do it. And I'm like my arms to the sides behind me too. So I'm like <laughs> yeah. it's like the I don't sleep that way in bed. Like I don't sleep on my belly like that in bed. <laughs> like just straight like it's weird uh, that you say belly. What would I say? Stomach. Your stomach is inside though. Okay, that's like one time <laughs> I told dad, I was like, oh my gosh, its throat was still there or its neck. I was taking a turkey apart. And he's uh-huh. like, it's neck? I'm like, yeah. He's like, it's the throat. I don't know. <laughs> what is it? It's the same thing. Stomach and belly and tummy. No. Tummy and belly are the same thing, <laughs> for sure. But stomach and tummy, may, I don't know. Because you say like my tummy hurts. You know, I don't really you say would, my belly hurts. You hurt. could say you have a belly ache. I say that sometimes. Yeah. Or have a gut ache. You might be able to change my mind on this. But for some reason <laughs> when I'm saying like I lay on my, I lay on my stomach. I lay on my belly. Whatever. I could have said stomach. You're right. Yeah. Finally, Jake says I something win. dumb. I changed your mind. <laughs> Finally. The ever elusive, relatively relatable bingo spot. Of- <laughs> yes, if you're keeping track. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this week, our topic, I did mm-hmm. it. I transitioned. Good job. Um, was because I've seen this trend on TikTok of how people, so I mean, like even we are like, you know, we look back on the 80s and we're like, oh, I wish I could have like been alive then or gone to school during the 80s or whatever. I wish I could yeah. have been gone to school in the 80s. I would thrive with my big frizzy hair. But the trend on TikTok now is kids who were born like 2014 or 15 I don't know. How old do you be? Like 16? What's 20? What's, what's 2020? No, that's wrong. If you were born in 2015. You'd be like seven, right? Six years ago. Okay. Wow. Okay. How old would you be if you're like 16? When were you born? Like 2011? Like 05. 2005? You'd be 16? Six, so. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. We're in 2021. 21 minus 16 is what Alexa <laughs> what's 21 minus 16 five she said oh, okay well okay that's a whole different thing there's people <laughs> on tiktok that were born in like 2011 
yeah, I mean, they're 11, so but that's weird. weird. The trend is that like kids who are in high school right now, 16, 17, are like um, romanticizing and like being like, I wish I would have been in high school in like 2011. And they'll make these TikToks of the like aesthetic. And so it's like the emo, like really big parts and the like pictures, like with your peace signs up and like, they're all like, oh, they just look so happy back then. I'm like, we were not happy. We were all very depressed <laughs> back then. I know. Yeah, that's hence the emo yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. So, or they'll be, it'll be like 2009. So that's like when I was a freshman and they'll be like, oh, the music was just like the best it's ever been. Like music will never be this good again. Like we talk oh. about our parents' music like. Yeah. But the music they're listening to is like 303. Like that's yeah. not the best music has ever been. There Black are some dress. Ma- there are some major bangers that came out of like the oh, time that sure. we were in high school, but I cannot honestly say that any of that music is the best it'll ever get. No, I would never say that the music I listened to as a senior, which was like peak 303, was like was like it. No. I think music no. now, I think pop music now is better than pop music was. Yeah. Then. Like I think of like, I know some people probably don't like him, but like Harry Styles or Taylor Swift, like those are names you're going to remember in 30 years yeah. when my kids are listening to remixes and I'll be like, oh my gosh, like that's who I listen to is Harry Styles. Like my Spotify was all him. I right. listened to an entire 24 hours of Watermelon Sugar High. Mm-hmm. Like our parents would be saying that same thing about like Prince and like Prince. Other bands from <laughs> Other the bands. 80s. <laughs> yeah. So it's like crazy for me to think that they're like idolizing this like super weird. I mean, I think that time period, like the OOs, like 2000 to 2012 maybe mm-hmm. is very like, it's like a very specific time period and like, Mm-hmm. You start with the early OOs where we were like kids and like grew into this like emo punk scene yeah. stage. Even if you were not like into it, you listened to that music or you knew about that, you knew about the style. Right. And that's not the same now. Like there's not a very distinct like movement going on. It's like kind of just any free for all. That's true. Yeah. I had never really thought about it that way, but it is a very specific period of time. Yeah. And I don't know. I can't imagine being uh, like when I was in high school, Instagram and all this was like just now becoming a thing. Yeah, I didn't have Instagram in high school. I remember my girlfriend in high school like had to convince me to get Snapchat and I was such a holdout because I was like, (laughs) we already, why do I need another way to talk to you? I know. (laughs) It just seemed so dumb to me. so weird. And... I like was on Instagram, but like not like I am now. You yeah, know? I didn't care I, then. I couldn't. I can't imagine being like thirteen to eighteen now. Mm-hmm. If like we were, <laughs> a lot of us were unhappy back then for whatever reason. <laughs> but I feel like it's an, a completely different type of unhappy that I would be. Yes. In high school, being yes. on Instagram the way that I'm on Instagram now. We had MySpace and that's another thing. They're like, oh my gosh, like, wouldn't it be so cool if your Facebook page could have like music? I'm like, you don't even know the like, yeah. we knew how to like code our MySpace Oh my page gosh, you're right. And, like, yeah, we would go in and edit, edit templates and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like you knew how to code like, is it like HTML coding? Like I remember yeah. like 
I remember like jacking like codes off of like like sketchy sites to get like a like a layout I wanted Mm -hmm. and learning how to enter in like the header and change like the font and like all of Mm -hmm. this and like getting music to play at a very specific time like if people were on your page for like a certain amount of time then it played yeah or like it would like stuff would fall like it was peak like right in that era and I remember like Bebo Oh, was like yeah. the Facebook. And I remember getting like hardcore cyberbullied just on MySpace oh, yeah. and Bebo. Yep. And like Facebook, I didn't get Facebook till I was like a sophomore in um, high school. And so that was like my holdout. Mm. And I remember my senior year of high school, I we got into like a huge fight with like a bunch of people. Like our senior class, there was like just like a bunch of drama, like right at Christmas time. But even that was like not as bad because I had like a BlackBerry. So I didn't even get it on my phone. I had to be on my computer to do it, you know? So I'm not getting notifications. Like I can just, I can leave. (laughs) Like I can really disconnect. But like now you're connected in so many different ways. Yeah. It would be part of who you are. Right. Like we, uh, we had, we had, unhappiness due to social media but it was different yeah like i wasn't i wasn't at a point with it where i was comparing myself to other people Mm -hmm. it was because people i knew were saying mean things on social media right it's like i don't i don't know if that happened like if in high school high schoolers now are cyberbullying each other on instagram i'm I'm sure i'm sure they are i hear it's more snapchat because it disappears ah see that makes sense Yeah. yeah But like, even when we were, so like, I remember specifically when I was in middle school, I had posted a picture, like a mirror selfie, mm, tongue out. Classic. And I had my back like arched, you know, gotta be cute. And Mm -hmm. this hoe commented on my post and she was like, (laughs) you're such a slut, like put your like body away, like all of this crap. And, um, like you had to be like, even though it's on social media, you couldn't like make a fake profile then. Like no one really thought to do that. Like if you yeah, say something mean, you had to freaking post up and say it. You had to be ready to get your ass kicked at school the next day. For yeah. It. Like, like everyone knew who you were. Right. Like it wasn't like Snapchat. I could just make like a fake like snap real quick. Like, or like a fake MySpace. Like if someone added you with a fake MySpace account with no friends or anything, you'd be like, this is weird. Like who yeah. is this? And yeah, you would probably be able to figure out who it was. Yeah. So it was just, it was the wild west. Like you had to be ready. Definitely ballsier. I remember, (laughs) I remember reading, like just reading through super trashy catty fights on Facebook Mm -hmm. and stuff from Mm -hmm. like people that weren't even in my friend group or people that I didn't even associate with. I I was like, oh, this is so good though. Yes. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I can't believe she said that. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah, because like Facebook too, like you had to write on each other's walls and it would notify you in your yeah. feed, like so-and-so wrote on your wall and you couldn't respond. You had to go back in. Oh, yeah. Because I get still like, you know, on this day, like 12 years ago, it'll be like you posted on so-and-so's wall and it makes no sense. And I can't find the thread because it's not right. linked. It wasn't threaded. Yeah. And so it's just like this random thing. And yeah, I'm just, it's so weird. Weird yeah, times. So, like beginning a social media life was odd. That's why we all are the way we are. That's why yeah. we're all so messed up. <laughs> I, okay, so the, the trend is people looking back at 
you know, 2000s, pre-2010 or 2015 or whatever. Um, So we thought it would be fun to go back and talk about some nostalgic things. Not necessarily Mm -hmm. from that time, but just like nostalgia in general, which mostly correlates to this time period, but a little bit more beyond. they'll post stuff and they're like, oh my gosh, I wish I could have worn that. I'm like, I still have that in my closet from high school see i don't get it because i look at like (laughs) i i don't have to go back all that far on my facebook pictures because i don't get tagged in very many facebook pictures yeah to see like they were like i didn't dress weird but this like the the style was weird though the way that clothes fit back then was weird (laughs) like everybody wore straight cut jeans no matter what their body type was and like for what they were V-necks were nice shirts yep. and I wore, yeah, I wore those chunky like Nike skateboard shoes and I thought those yep. were so cool yep. and my jeans were always tattered. Like they would always yep. wrap over my yep. shoes and get torn up and get stuff. Get fringed. So, yep. Anyway. Okay. What so, are, uh, what are some specific things that make you feel nostalgic? Like for me, it's always music or the weather for whatever yes. reason. Yeah. Mine's the same. Weather, music is a big one. Weather, I think, is bigger than music is for me. Really? Um, there's like only a few songs that'll really send me spiraling. Like mm. I don't get like quote unquote triggered by a lot. Like, like I'll just I'm kind of think I am always triggered. Like I'm in always <laughs> a state of like fight or flight. Sure. So like I don't ever really get like set off about things. But like there's a few songs that will like negatively send me and I have to turn it off. Like I don't care where I'm at. I have to it it is like it is like someone put boiling water in my skin. Like Uh I hate it so and it's not that I hate the song, it's like what I associate it with. Right. Oh, and it oh man, I can't (laughs) like even just thinking about it right now. Do you have some can you give some examples? Of like weather. Oh. Uh just like, yeah, of weather, but also of these like songs that make you want to jump oh, off a so building. Oh, so like, um, "Lips of an Angel" by Hinder. Oh, that's I, such a good song. I cannot. So my boyfriend uh, in high school used to send it to me, and he or he would like you know be like, "Oh, this song reminds me of you," or like whatever. And then there's another one by Hinder. I can't even remember the name of it though. And I. Like it makes me want to vomit. It is the worst. It's the most cringiest. Like I listen to it and it's just like that. So he he sent you this song. Were you the other girl or were you the, the original girl? The well, song was, is about another girl. Yeah. I was always the other girl for him. Cause oh. so we'll just get into it. He hasn't listened to this and I don't really care if he does. So he, <laughs> I met him when I was in eighth grade and um, he was like two years older than me. And so he was like, well, I'm not going to date you till I'm 16. And like, we can like drive to see each other because he didn't live in my town. Mm, smart, and I was smart. like, okay, yeah. But then he dated another girl who was not in his town. She was Oof. like almost further away than I was. And I was like, that's messed up. But then I was like, whatever, like I'm not doing this. But he would always text me still and like keep me on the mm. back burner. And so then I started dating my boyfriend, Andrew. And so he was like pissed. He's like, oh my God. Like, Ugh. So he would send me that song and be like, oh, I'm thinking of you. What a douche. I know. He was like such a loser. <laughs> but what was the, there was another major Hinder song. And that was the one that he, it was like right at the same time that, um, Lips of that an one angel. came out. 
better than me. Oh yeah. You're, You're always, so much better than me. Yeah. That was the one he would always send when he would like reject me. And I remember what? one time he, he God, that hurts me. I see <laughs> so painful. One of the lyrics, I told myself I won't miss you, but I remembered what it feels like beside you. Listen, uh, you little son of a gun. <laughs> he told me one time when I was like a sophomore, I was like, I had turned 16, but I was like living my best life. Like, you know, I caught my car, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, I really want to like pursue you again. I'm like, I don't know about this. And so then we like, we're kind of talking for a little bit and he's like leading me on again. And then he's like, listen, this girl I've really been interested in is interested in me. So I'm going to pursue her. But if it doesn't work out, then I'm definitely going to date you. I talked to this guy (laughs) for like five years. (laughs) So Classic. when I hear this song, I think maybe I feel more like more bad for myself. Mm. <laughs> I listen to it and I'm like, you were so stupid. That's oh. uh, Even just reading the lyrics, I want to physically throw up because it's well, so horrible. Look, the lyrics of the song are not good. They're like, just, the, the songwriting is really, is really poor. <laughs> yeah. Like the song is very cringy, but I feel like <laughs> you have endured some legitimate trauma yes. from that, that experience. He was such a douche. Oh, yeah. So that one and um, the song Bedrock. Do you remember well, that one? I don't think so. I can make your bedrock. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was always on people's like MySpace page. Yes. So that one my boyfriend used to send to me too different boyfriend and then there was one more the like jet song like benny and the jets <laughs> no like i could buy you nice clothes fly you somewhere nice i can't think of what the song is but he used to send me that all the time he's like this is what i'm gonna do for you like when we're married i'm gonna provide for you and give you whatever you want blah blah, blah this song <laughs> when my sneaker business takes off yeah, and I was like, okay, whatever, bro. You want to see a throwback. No one's going to be able to see this, but just looking up lyrics of these songs, I saw... <laughs> you remember when people used to post on YouTube just lyric videos? Yes. <laughs> All right. Look what I just put at the bottom of this document. You remember that blue oh background with like the kind of handwritten text? It's like... And they um, always cross-dissolved into the yes. next letters. I right. told myself I won't miss you, but I remember what it feels like beside you. I really miss your hair. I really in my miss face. your hair in my face. Oh my gosh. Also, I speaking can't. of emo, I don't know that I ever knew what the guys in Hinder looked like, but... They're rough. It's a pretty rough group. Yeah. So like one time that song came on while I was at work, I was like worked at the bank and um, it was like a oldies radio we would listen to and so that came on because what (laughs) and um i remember like physically having to get up and leave because like i couldn't turn it off so i had to like go into the basement (laughs) just like break a bunch of pencils yeah so that one those are the only ones that like songs that will like really send me otherwise they're Mm -hmm. all good memories or like good like nostalgia but that one those like I don't yeah, know what it is about I can't him. say that that's nostalgia. I think that's PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Like a, a PTSD episode. Like nostalgia think- <laughs> is usually like this melancholic kind of bittersweet or like. Oh, mine's bitter. Well, yeah. I just don't, I don't think there's ever been another like 
like no one's ever sent me a song and been like, oh my gosh, this makes me think of you. Because if it was like a good, then I'd relate it to them. And because Mm. it's like a bad relation, I'm just like, man, that hinder can literally suck a fat one. Like I have. That's so funny. (laughs) It's so random too. It's such a like obscure, like I don't listen to hinder. I never really listened to hinder Mm -hmm. except that song. It's funny that you mentioned that because that's actually, I didn't list it, but that's actually one of the songs that makes me feel nostalgic is Lips of an Angel for whatever that's reason. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never listen to it together <laughs> for more would, than one reason. <laughs> I would be a little concerned if you and I were both just jamming to Lips of an Angel together, like in the car next time we <laughs> are in the car together. I'll throw myself out of a moving vehicle. Yeah. So you said you said the weather. This is an interesting, an interesting one that we can get into. And then I'll, yeah. I wrote like, 13 pa- pages of songs that I could talk about too. So okay. yeah. let's, uh, let's do I the weather good one. Songs. Okay. Yeah. So weather always like spring is a big one for me because it's like the smell of the grass and like, mm. this is going to sound weird, but I feel like air has a smell. So like in the mm-hmm. winter, it smells like crisp, but crisp doesn't like- have a smell. I but definitely like water or ice or whatever. I definitely know what you're talking about and I've never been able to explain it other than it smells like winter outside. Yeah. And so then like spring has like a smell of like warmth and like nature and like Mm -hmm. it always reminds me of tennis practice because girls tennis is in the spring and we always like if it rains, I always, always, always think of us being having to play tennis outside in the rain or like we would have to squeegee Mm. the courts, child labor. (laughs) <laughs> and like, I remember that we would have like tournaments get canceled and all day we would just be squeegeeing courts mm. and that just like sends me back. Yeah. For some reason, like winter, uh, spring, rain, rainy spring, whatever, <laughs> always takes me back to your senior year mm. of high school. Because That's different. Wouldn't some, that be your freshman year of high school? Yeah, like the 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 spring that you graduated. For some reason, I always remember that spring the most, and I don't know why. <laughs> like I always, my my buddy Jameson and I always talk about this. We we're always like, because for your for your graduation party, we ordered like our family when we did it ordered like enough food to feed the entire town, and like yep. That many people didn't come eat at our house. So we had like a whole freezer full of Eileen's cookies and like Skittles and stuff all left over. And that spring, Jameson and I would just play Nazi zombies until our eyes bled. But we were fueled (laughs) by your graduation Eileen's cookies. And I remember that like those couple weeks after school got out just being really rainy or something. And mm-hmm. so I always associate like wet spring with Eileen's like, cookies when you graduated high school. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So Eileen's cookies, the smell of their frosting smells like the um, tennis complex in Kearney. Really? And we, all the girls, we would always go get Eileen's afterwards because it would smell like frosting. And we would always be like, oh my God, we want Eileen so bad because it smelled like that. So every time I smell Eileen's, I always think of playing indoor tennis That's because weird. it is like, it smells the exact same. I don't know if, like why, but it did. I'm glad it smelled mm. like frosting and not like the feedlot that was like literally right next door. 
They pumped the frosting fumes in to counteract the feedlot fumes probably. Yeah. Um, Do you have any other seasons that trigger you nostalgically? No, just spring. Um, Summer, like, obviously makes me think of, like, camp and, like, all of that. But that's just because you do camp in the summer. Right. And then, like, you know, August, you think, like, oh, back to school. But, like... I just think of spring because I did tennis and so we were always mm-hmm. outside playing tennis or like we played tennis through the summer. We had summer league and like smelling like sunscreen will make yeah. me think of that or yeah, but that's pretty the much the biggest one is yeah. or like if you're in a locker room, it makes me think of like the gym, our old high school gym because it always smelled like freaking nasty socks. Yeah. Whenever I smell just like loose crap that reminds me of my high school locker room too (laughs) people used to take what were called communal dumps in my high school locker room the the boys locker room i'll uh if anyone wants to know what that is i'll tell you offline that's like too gross for me to talk about right yeah (laughs) yeah otherwise like um my like uh, wow <laughs> weather isn't tied to anything else yeah. for me for some reason weather gets me pretty pretty hard <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice <laughs> oh my god finish the sentence though <laughs> weather gets me in Hits the feels you. pretty hard <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, for some reason, I have a lot of like deep nostalgic ties to certain seasons. Um, like fall weather reminds me of high school football. Like mm-hmm. that's a pretty stereotypical one, but it does. But also tends to remind me of uh, my first semester in college because mm-hmm. that's when everything was like new and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we were all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed before yeah. we had all of our life and will sucked out of us for the next four years. So <laughs> yeah. uh, we were all optimistic. So that's, that's kind of a um, a bright point to look back on. And then winter, <laughs> like you were saying about the smell of winter, I don't know what it is, but I agree with you. It, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it will remind me of like high school wrestling season because that's in the mm-hmm. winter. But more often than not, it reminds me of going to the bars in college. <laughs> and I don't know why, because like we went, we like drank at other, in other seasons, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I, I think it's because I turned 21 in November. So like the first kind of round of going out to the bars was like yeah. de- December, January, February. Um, and I kind of associate it with that for whatever reason, but like I get this weird like itch to be super social and just go get plastered at a bar when it Same. like first gets cold and wintry mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, but like right now, the end of January, I'm I'm over it. So <laughs> yeah, now that I'm almost thirty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll, do you have any other songs that make you feel actually nostalgic and not um, like? sad want to kill myself yeah so (laughs) um like i said my senior year of high school i don't know if music was like the best but 303 does it for me because i knew every single song on like both their albums and we went to a 303 concert um my senior year of high school like the week before prom and man 
it is not great, but I remember, so like when I listened to it, I remember being in the burb jamming, mm-hmm. like driving around Carney with my friends, blasting it till the like speakers were like, whoom, 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 whoom. yeah. And it just being like, I don't, I don't know. Just like the best thing on ever. a CD too. You had to burn a CD. Yeah. I, this yeah, was back because- in the days where we would <laughs> rip songs from our yes. computer onto a CD. Yes. You have a CD rack in your car. Yep. And I just like scribbled on them. So I never really knew what was on the CD. Mm-hmm. Or we had the cassette tape that went in and it had a, like a cord attached to it and you could plug your iPod into it. Yeah. So it wasn't even your phone. Notice it was she said your iPod. iPod. <laughs> yeah. Your iPod, like scroll wheel iPod. Yes. <laughs> yes. And if, this, if the cassette tape got um, dirty, you have to take it out and blow on it and put it back in. Otherwise it would sound like scratched. Mm-hmm. So that, that song always like that band and the song, um, do you remember like airplanes in the night sky? That song sends me back. What song like is shooting that? stars. I could really use a wish right now. Wish right now. Wish right now. Mm, okay. Everyone else listening knows, but me and my friend Mackenzie, used to freaking blast that sucker in her red pickup and we would drive up and down second avenue with the windows down just like hooting and hollering at any boy we could see mm-hmm. and it was so much fun and then what's the other song the whiskey song i don't know there was a duet <laughs> one and that was one we would sing too oh my gosh yeah anytime i hear it it like sends me back mm-hmm. and then usher yeah. <laughs> so his album, um, Confessions, mm. me and my friend Sophie in sixth grade, which I don't know why we listened to this when we were literal children. Yeah. We knew every single word to his Confessions album. And when I hear the song Confessions, I have to sing it. I have to let everybody know that I know all the words. Can and confirm just- you do do that. <laughs> takes me back to being in her bedroom and like reading the lyric card inside the CD cover and being like, Oh my God, he's so hot. Yeah. People of our, of this new generation won't even know what it's like to own a CD. I know. Like I I remember always having, uh, yeah, reading the CD cards and Mm -hmm. I always kept the boxes for some reason, even Mm -hmm. though I had lost the CD or (laughs) or Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that and A Knight's Tale soundtrack. I used to kiss the cover because Heath Ledger's oh, face was on it. And so whenever I hear songs from the soundtrack, I'm like sent back to when I was infatuated with Heath Ledger. I can't even think of what songs are on that. Me we either. Will Rock You. Yeah. <laughs> and the I can't think of them off the top of my head now, but I can hear them in my brain. Mm. You know when you can like hear it in your head, but you can't like communicate it out into the world? That's most of the thoughts that I have, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's like how I am with songs. So what about you? What songs do you have? All right. Get into it. Most of the ones that I'm listing, most of the most people that listen to this won't even know them. So it's kind of a bummer. When I was in high school, I really hung my hat on the fact that I listened to music that my friends didn't listen to. Oh. You know, it it um, earned me the title of a hipster, I suppose. Though but then I, you were like, I'm not a hipster. I never claimed to be one, but yeah. in doing that, 
was a a hipster thing to do. I was never, <laughs> I don't know. I was never intentionally trying to do things that other people weren't doing. I just didn't like the music that my friends listened to. And the mm -hmm. stuff that I listened to a lot was like very different from what they listened to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Whatever. So the only song, <laughs> um, the only song that people might know is the song Springsteen by Eric Church. Mm-hmm which this will be a, a shocker to people that know my musical style pretty well because I do not listen to country music. Same. Um, GTFO. This song is a major trip for me because <laughs> it reminds me of the summer between my sophomore and my junior year of high school, which my junior year of high school is like the best year of mm -hmm. my life for whatever reason. <laughs> like that's the only year of high school that I look like fairly fondly on. Yeah. Um, but specifically, I remember this song being on the radio one day um, during my summer job, which was I used to throw hay bales and like stack hay bales and barns for um, these ranchers that I knew. Mm -hmm. The job itself was miserable. Everything about it sucked. <laughs> like thousand percent humidity, super hot. I'm very allergic to hay, <laughs> but I was like. Would do. I was just doing anything that I could get paid for that wasn't work at Sonic for mm -hmm. whatever reason. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I don't know, for some reason I, I enjoyed doing it just because I knew it was difficult. But there was one day when this song was on in the barn and I was like sitting talking to the girl whose dad owned the ranch. Like she and I were, were friends since like elementary school. Mm -hmm. And we were just sitting in there talking and this song was on and it was like a scene from a movie. <laughs> for whatever reason, like, you know, like working in the barn kind of yeah. the song itself has a bit of a nostalgic. I think it, I think that's what it's about. Yeah. Um. So it just it just really stuck with me. And then I remember like my girlfriend at the time liked the song. We would listen to it in the car sometimes. And Aww. that song. Yeah, that song. Gets me in the feels very hard. The song <laughs> itself doesn't doesn't do anything for me, but. Yeah. Um, That's how I feel about Hinder. Like the song itself, I'm like, whatever, I could take it or leave it. But yeah. it's the emotion tied to it. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just interesting that the song is about nostalgia and it's one yeah. of the most nostalgic songs in my life. But <laughs> maybe that was the point. Um, another What's one. What's that song where he's like, <laughs> here I am again. I can't think of it. I think it's Ben Rector. Where he's talking about like she has like a, his Letterman jacket on, like nineteen fifty seven, I think is what it's called. Ben Rector, I I, I wouldn't know. Oh, okay. Not well, a big Ben Rector guy. Th that one is for me. Mm. Okay. Neat. Um, <laughs> another one. No one else is going to know this probably, but Under Oath's album um, Disambiguation came out like my freshman year. Of high school and also the Breaking Benjamin album, Dear Agony. Oh, that Breaking song Benjamin. or that album is actually really good, I think. I still listen to it. But uh, me and my buddy Jameson used to listen to it all the time. We would do the thing. This album came out when I was in eighth grade, I think. And we would uh, do the super cute thing where on like football and wrestling buses, he, I would listen to one earphone oh, and he would listen yeah. to the other one. <laughs> I've got pictures of that. We didn't both have our own iPod or whatever at the time. So we would or share. Or you didn't have the same that. music because back right. then you had to pay for your iTunes to go right. on. Yep. Yep. You had to pay a dollar a song or whatever yeah. it was. So, so um, like Breaking Benjamin 
always makes me think of the concert we went to. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to freaking say it. Nickelback is good. They used to be good. So if anyone wants to be like, ooh, Nickelback's bad, you're just saying that because it's a trend. Yeah. I Animals think... by Nickelback slaps. And as an eighth grader that listened to that song and had no idea what it was about, man, I sang it. 100% about sex. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that album by Nickelback was the last good one that they did. Yeah. The rest of them are just okay. But um, yeah, Breaking, ben- Breaking Benjamin has some major nostalgia for me. Um, that song Diary of Jane. That was a that was a big one back in the Good. day, uh, but this album, Dear Agony, like we listened to. I used I had the whole album like on my Xbox, I think, and I'd listen <laughs> to it while I played Halo. I don't know. It's very weird. specific memory. Yeah, I, th- that's that. the th- that's the thing with like music is such an emotional thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like I just connect with it so much that I can remember very specific details about certain like whatever yeah. the song is taking me back to. Yeah. Like um, the album Witness by Bless the Fall is like a hardcore screamo album, like metalcore album. No one else is going to, I was really into screamo in high school. Yeah, you were. Um, reminds me of my sophomore year. I listened to it all the time um, that year. Um, I used I used to listen to like, um, <laughs> I sound like such a dweeb, but this genre of music called post-rock. <laughs> Which is, it's basically just like instrumental um, rock music, but the band Russian Circles and Mogwai, um, I listened to all the time when I was like sad. (laughs) This was like my emo music. Like whenever I was, whenever like I felt like I needed to just like deal with something or like think through something, usually (laughs) dealing with a girl, um, I would throw these bands on. So it like, it's it's funny that these are nostalgic because I don't listen to these bands or whatever these the songs on the albums were from these and look back and feel like f that girl or whatever you know yeah like but I it's, do it's it for some reason it represents like a significant thing that happened and for that reason it's mm-hmm. like kind of this weird bittersweet connotation but um, I can almost always remember like which song related to which altercation with which girl mm-hmm. which is yeah kind of psychopathic but i used to listen to um the band called just surrender and like none of my friends listen to it but it Mm -hmm. is so good and i just like found them again on spotify because like you forget like these bands are probably on spotify right and i listened to it and i instantly remember all of the words and i remember being in my room just like because i used to have like a mirror up on my wall mm-hmm. and i would just like sing into the mirror like all of this like angst that i had yeah oh my gosh that when i listen to that band i feel like i'm 16 again like yeah. i am in my room and i'm pissed off at the world mm-hmm. and I want to see if I can find the song that really did it for me. No one's going to listen to it, but if you're interested in a new band, um, it is oh, even just looking at the names of all we've known. That's a good one. <laughs> Tell me everything. Our work of art, body language and bad habits. That was the song that if I body language and bad habits, I had on repeat and I went hard on. Just the band is called Just Surrender. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, alternative metal. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> also that's like I didn't listen to like a lot of music like that, but mm-hmm. that was the band I really connected to. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, and Three Days Grace. That was oh, another good one. Oh, Three Days Grace was a. Uh, I, lo- I hey, we had so much angst. About- yeah, and I was like fourteen. I know. Like I remember, I remember feeling like those songs really spoke to me. I'm at like, the how time, no. <laughs> and I go back and listen to them now. I'm like, I could not have related to this at all when I was any less 13, and that girl didn't like me back because I was fat. Like, it's a completely different <laughs> song than that. <laughs> yeah, like I used to. So one time, because like I said, you had to pay for iTunes, to, mm-hmm. like unless you wanted to like LimeWire your music, Sketch, which I yeah. wasn't allowed to do. Um, our mom would get notified when we would buy music oh, and yeah. she would get notified if it was like inappropriate. And so I downloaded the entire millionaires album. And if anyone is familiar with that, it is raunchy. <laughs> and, um, I remember just freaking like I burned the CD and I would sing it with my friends, not having a clue about what they are singing about. And then uh-huh. listening to it now, I'm going to tell you how naive I was. Okay, let's hear it. Because when I was in middle school, that's kind of when like the iPod first kind of came out and you could like get songs. Mm-hmm. And so I had like an off-brand MP3 player and my mom had to approve of all the songs that I could download. Not that they had to be like ultra Christian or anything. She just didn't want me listening to like 50 Cent on like explicit or whatever, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I was anyways. <laughs> and um, Sorry, mom. <laughs> and... Because you could go to your friend's house and right. download them off right. their iTunes. And I remember asking her if I could download the song Grills by Nelly and the song Candy by Jess, or not Jesse McCartney, Aaron Carter. Mm. I want candy. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I was like, oh my gosh, like these are like popular songs, but they're like not about anything inappropriate. And she just sat there and smiled at me. She's like, you're right, honey, because she knew. I could listen to it and I'd have absolutely no idea what was going on. It's just about candy, mom. That's exactly what I said. That is literally. (laughs) So when I hear those, that's what I think of being a freaking idiot moron. I forgot that you could like go to your friend's house and load up your iPod. We used to do that. Mm -hmm. I I remember always taking my iPod to my friend's houses. If I knew. Yeah, you'd switch music. Yeah. They, uh, they, I feel like they shut down that, shut that down pretty quickly once they realized that people were. But you used to, I mean, we would just burn each other's CDs too. I remember. It's the same thing. Yeah. My, my only like play with girls back in, back in these days was burning them CDs. Like. Yeah. Akin to what, what a, what a mixtape would have been back in the yep. day. So <sighs> that was one of the very first gifts I ever gave Stefan was a stack of CDs that mm. I had burned for him. I burned him like 200 songs because, you know, CDs had like limits. <laughs> And I printed out a list and it said play when, and then every song had a reason for when to play. So it'd be like play when you're thinking of blah, blah, blah. Like it was very specific and like Mm -hmm. that's when you're supposed to listen to the song. Mm -hmm. And that's like, I, that was like one of the very first gifts I gave to him. Man, that is way more thoughtful than any of the CDs I Mine were just I would all never the, do all that lo- now, though. All the love songs I knew I put on a CD. It was probably the same <laughs> CD every time, honestly. But <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, 
Do you have any more recent songs that make you feel nostalgic? Not not throwback to like high school, but like even within the last five years? I mean, oh, five years. I think of like Mr. Brightside because we would sing that at the bars so loud and man, what I yep. wouldn't give to be able to do that again right now. Yep, that's one for but me But the biggest one now is like anything related to our trip. So if I hear mm. a song, like we just, I just listened to a song um, the other day and I remember exactly where we were on our trip when I listened to it. Cause that is like, I will never do anything as cool as that again. And so like everything I hear I remember the exact details, remember what we were doing or what I was Mm -hmm. eating because it was just such a memorable experience. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's going to last a lot, a long time with the music that I listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Brightside is a classic one from the bars. (laughs) I hate saying the bars. Like it's so, I don't know, immature, but. But I mean, yeah, I'm at a bar. But I'm not at like yeah. a cocktail bar. I'm and at a freaking Like you were at multiple bar. bars that, you know, that, that's the <laughs> yeah. best. I mean, in, in Lincoln, like O Street in Lincoln when you're young is actually super fun. Um, yeah. It's extremely less fun when you go back and you're old. So. Well, it's funny trying to describe O Street to people like Lauren who like, she's like, oh, this is, this is your bar scene, huh? This one road, this street. And I'm yeah. like, yep, it is. And everybody <laughs> freaking loves it. And Sandy's man, you, Sandy's head's You can't different. come in. You can't come in late and appreciate it, like because yeah. it's everybody. It's most people's first experience, like at bars. So it, yeah, it, it is nostalgic in its of itself because mm-hmm. of that. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, I always remember the song "Closer" by Chainsmokers. Oh, gives me one, yeah. major nostalgia, and I literally don't know why. Like I can't, yeah, I can't connect it to a specific instance. I think it was on when, <laughs> when we went to the Fat Toad uh, for my twenty oh, first birthday, which like I don't remember a whole lot of, but that that whole th- <laughs> whole night was a trip. But um, I'm pretty sure it was on then. But if not, like for some reason, that's what I attach it to. But like mm-hmm. that year specifically, I I think about it a lot. That's something on TikTok where they say like it's like 2014, 2015 when that music was coming out. Mm -hmm. What I think it just ties it to that year. You're leaving the like us age of 2000s, you know, 2011, 2012. And you're entering into that really weird like Chevron is everywhere. Teal is everywhere. And the chain smokers are everywhere. Chain smokers were everywhere. (laughs) They're still everywhere, but... Yeah. Chain smokers are good, man. I f- I feel like I hated on them at, at at first, but it's pretty catchy. They're a it's a bop though. Closer comes on, and you're just like windows down. Like it, it's summertime. The first like chord of that song, I'm like mm-hmm. closer by chain smokers. Yeah, something about it. Yeah. So um, speaking of TikTok, I sent you this today. Mm-hmm. I found a early or like late '90s, early 2000s sounds. Oh, yes. And the one that sent me like absolutely back was the sound of the Microsoft Windows, pe- mm-hmm. like XP powering up. Yep. And like, <laughs> yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen, okay, side note, the TikTok where they say make this sound. And so they'll go like this. And you have to go, you have to like try and recreate it with your mouth. No. That's how I feel like I just did. Okay. Yeah, it's about about right. (laughs) 
<laughs> so the you know that Windows the sound <laughs> the <TikTok Okay>. had like <laughs> I'm I keep wanting to try to make the sound, and in my head I'm like, you can do it. But I know the minute I try to do it, it won't sound like you should it. Try, try again. I think you. But can it's do like it. the thx, and it's like. <laughs> Yeah. That one. Or yeah. you know, or like the lamp where it's like <laughs> So it's like all these sounds of like our childhood or like we like bowling. Okay, I wanted to talk about this. It has nothing to do with nostalgia, but I watched an entire like half hour YouTube video of a guy breaking down all of the Wii music, like playing it on the piano and talking about like the music theory and how it's actually like really well thought out. Okay. So just, it's pretty interesting. It's all cool. That is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so, the Wii, the Wii music. I, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that was always just going in our house. Like when, yeah. we, when we got a Wii, I feel like we just left it on for the, for yeah. the, the music, like on the Mii yeah. channel. It was doom, so, yeah. Doom, 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 yeah. Doom, doom. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Jake and Sarah sing songs and make sounds from the 90s. <laughs> Can you guess what they are? Yeah. The PS2 one was is major nostalgia. When mm-hmm. you when you turn on the, the PS2, mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to make the sound because I know I'm not going to be able to do it. But Man. Yeah. That, that makes me think of like hours of playing Kingdom Hearts because that yeah. was like one of the one I really buckled into on PS2. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. So <laughs> the other thing fun. that like sends me for nostalgia is like moments. And I don't know how to explain it. Okay. And it's almost like a sense of deja vu. And it's kind of happened a lot more now that since our trip, like I'll just be sitting there and it's either like I'm doing something or using something or like wearing something that I haven't since then. And it's huh. like, I'm almost there again. But it's like a feeling of like, oh, remember when? Remember when we were there? Or it's like a smell of like a gas station, mm. rotting corpse. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> memory. That's pretty, yeah, that's probably pretty specific. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it though, but it's like, or if I'll be up in the morning and like the sunlight is just right, it'll like just recreate mm. that moment. Mm-hmm. of like a similar sunlight moment, mm-hmm. but it's not like a smell or a sound or anything. It's like just the atmosphere that I'm in. Does mm. that make sense? It does. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm definitely a lot more susceptible to smells as a nostalgic trigger. I'm trying to think if I have any, any similar experiences like you're referring to of just like abstract or like, things. I will always think like if I'm, outside at night and the grass is dewy and then the grass is like cold and it's a little crisp outside. It reminds me every time about sneaking out to go see my boyfriend (laughs) and we would sit in my like side yard because you couldn't see us. If you're like right between the two windows where the fireplace was, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You couldn't see us and we would sit in the grass or I would just walk to his house because he was my neighbor (laughs) And meet. so I would just walk across and he would meet me halfway and then give me a piggyback ride the rest of the way because my feet would get so cold. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so just that like moment, like it's not like a smell or anything, but it's just like that atmosphere of like 1 a.m. cold, mm-hmm. 
do we grasp just like, I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> it's, I mean, so, it, sorry, it's, mom. <laughs> it's all still like very specific sensory stuff though. Like the feeling of the dew and the cold guess, crisp, yeah. you know, or like yeah. the, the sun example is like you're feeling probably the warmth of the sun. Well, I guess everything is a sense. That's why it's, it triggered you. Right. Music is your sound. Mm-hmm. The smell, the smell of like diesel exhaust reminds me of high school because of like (laughs) bus exhaust, you know? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like, and it's, it's all this, like any sort of diesel exhaust Mm -hmm. or whatever takes me Mm -hmm. back to that. Mm -hmm. What else? Hmm. I'm a pretty, I'm in general, just like a really nostalgic person. Yeah. So like for some reason it's hard for me to think of examples, but I feel like any given day, there's probably at least one or two or 12 that take me back to some time. Is it always high school? A lot of times. Yeah. I, uh, I don't really know why, because I feel like by the end of high school, I was like, so done. Like I was sick of high school. I was sick of the town. Um, but I can't pretend like I didn't have some like really good times. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times it takes me back to, um, times that I spent with like some of my best friends of mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- those are the things I think fondly of. Um, a lot of times it's like to times when I'm younger and then a few times in college that I, you know, like the bars thing is like definitely a college mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain songs that remind me of studying and stuff. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. It's weird. It's like, (laughs) it's weird. It's weird because I feel like if I, I don't even have to try that hard to like see it. It's like, it's like takes me back to like a vivid visual. Yeah. Like recollection of all these details and I can like feel what it felt like. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. It's, it's such a bizarre. It's so odd. Like the brain is so interesting Mm -hmm. and it's like very specific pockets too, because they're like, even if they're not like very monumental like you know driving down second avenue with the windows down like i don't know what day or time or whatever it was but like i know that moment but it's not like impactful like a friend dying or like a wedding or something where you're like you know it it's not these like moments in your timeline Mm -hmm. but you like almost remember it better than you do like a funeral or something yeah it's like all the it's almost like This is going to sound really, I don't know, deep, but it's like your brain trying to hang on to these things that you didn't take it. You didn't, that you took for granted in the moment, but you you didn't realize their significance, right? Because there are always times where I'm like, what I wouldn't give to go back to that particular moment, even though there's like so many other moments in my life that would be, that are more memorable, that are like more exciting or more fulfilling or whatever these like listening to the breaking Benjamin album with my best friend that I don't like mm-hmm. ever get to see anymore. You know, mm-hmm. like those things, I don't know that that stuff means more to me than the monumental things in some cases, especially now where like, I can't do anything. So like, I would just, <laughs> yeah. I would just kill for like that, that one night to just go out to the bars again, you know? Yeah. But it's like Andy Bernard on the office says like, you wish you knew you were in the good old days when you were in them. It's so true. 
Mm-hmm. That line messes me up. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, before quarantine started, I was really trying to be intentional about like living in the moment because mm-hmm. there are so many of these times where I look back on, I'm like, man, I just wish I would have like not taken it for granted, you know? Right. But then quarantine happened and like everything sucks and I can't do anything fun. So <laughs> you can't even do it then. Like, I think we've talked a little bit about like, weird quarantine nostalgia like from Mm -hmm. right at the beginning when it was new Mm -hmm. and kind of fun and i think about that sometimes but like now i'm just over it you know freaking over it so that's a thing on tiktok too where it's like the sounds like right around march and april Mm -hmm. and maybe even into june it's like this very specific like everyone was kind of just getting on tiktok so no one really knew you could like make money off of it or like you know, go, go viral or anything. And like, it's just this sweet spot of this, these same like six sounds that people are like playing and I hear it and I'm like, I just remember sitting out in my driveway in the sun, like drinking mojitos. And then we would like get Kane's DoorDash to us because Mm -hmm. we were all about like, and then we would like go pick up like margaritas because we wanted to support local and it's like, I don't know. It's like weird that that's nostalgic though. Right. Because it's, it's such not a, like a like, good thing. No, <laughs> but it was like at the beginning because it was kind of, it was like a snow day, right? Yeah. You can't do anything fun on a snow day usually, right. but it's still fun because it's different, you know? Yeah. But now it's not all that different. It's not like the charm of it has completely worn off because mm-hmm. you're like back to work, but like kind of, and it's weird and yeah. you still can't go do anything. So you're working, but like, not happy about anything so you can't yeah. like enjoy your life so it's definitely it wore off quick <sighs> yeah it definitely did <laughs> all right all right well <laughs> jake and i do a go-to every week so jake what's your go-to this week uh my go-to this week is a is a th- major throwback to um, something that i wow. mentioned like one of our first episodes i think um, yeah and it's the gravitas app Mm-hmm. So for those of you who have joined us since episode one or whatever it was, um, mm-hmm. this is an app that basically it just lets you track your workouts. Like you can enter in what movement you did and the weights that you did or whatever. And then it keeps track of all that over time. So it's a really easy way to plot uh, progression and improvement and go back and look at what exercise workouts you did on certain days or whatever. Um, so it's very simple um, and it serves a very specific purpose, but I had I had been using it for months, um, basically right up until like July of 2020. Um, I switched over to a different platform for a while and it was just, the platform itself came with some programming that I was doing, but it was just clunky and not great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I stopped doing that programming and went back to my old stuff that I used to do um, And I was able to go back and look at like this entire program that I had run almost a year ago and just like recall all those exercises and not have to enter them in every time. So um, super nice. Um, It just, it keeps everything neat and tidy. You don't have to take paper and stuff into the gym and write down your weights and whatever. I think that's even when you first said that you were like, it's nice to not have to take paper. Like that was your. Yeah. And I mean like that's like the first thing to go for me for whatever reason is I get this false sense of progress, but I don't actually know if I did more weight than I did last or if like my volume has changed or if I'm progressing Mm -hmm. in any way. So this kind of forces me like 
when you reload a workout, it tells you what you did the previous week. You're like, all right, add five pounds to that or add a set to that or whatever. So you know mm-hmm. that you're always kind of like moving forward. Otherwise, you kind of just like, eh, so I'm probably doing better. And that's kind of what I did for a while until I went back to it. So um, nice. glad to be back. Um, it's very simple, but very effective. And I, it's free. I think it's still free. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's it. Cool. Okay. What about you? I have three. All right. Um, So my first one is matcha lattes because I've Mm. been trying to cut back on coffee. So I got on the matcha grind. Okay. The first one I made was so bad. It tasted like grass. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't, doesn't all matcha taste like grass? No. If you do it right, it does not. Okay. So I don't think I had the water hot enough so it didn't like steep right. Mm-hmm. And you have to like whisk it for like, I have one of those like whiskers, you know? Mm -hmm. So you have to do that for like almost three minutes. Like it seems like almost three minutes, probably like a minute and a half. And then um, I put just a scooch of honey in it. Like Mm. like, honey, just to take the, that bitter edge off. Right. But I did one day not use honey and it tasted just as good. Okay. So I think if you steep it long enough, it's fine. And then you top it with just your milk of choice. Uh-huh. And I've been mixing collagen into it as well. Mm-hmm. So it makes it nice and foamy. And it is so good. Like I can't savor it. I just like <laughs> suck it down Yeah. instantly. So that has been money. Do you feel um, like it... Uh keeps you awake or do you feel like absolutely it, you not. Feel like it's uh, not as good as coffee no. or? I okay so I had been drinking it for like a week straight and I was so tired but I knew I was coming down off of a coffee detox at the same time right so like it gives me energy but it's just not like that like like wow I'm awake mm-hmm. energy that I need and so then Saturday I had a large Starbucks latte and I was like, I felt like I had electricity in my body <laughs> and I had the worst sleep yeah. in a long time. I then had coffee again Sunday, like cold brew at home. And I had horrible sleep again. And I was just like, I had my stomach was all messed up and I was just like, felt really nauseous all day. Yeah. And then I had my matcha on Monday and I felt great again. Yeah. So. And I, I even, I had coffee today and I like measured it out. Cause I was like, man, maybe I'm just drinking like way too much, mm-hmm. but I'm only having a cup, like eight ounces. Right. I just put a lot of ice in it. And I think it's really just too much for my body. Yeah. Like the matcha, I think I just need to allow it to build up in my system to like get a good, like like it helps me in the morning and it gets me going without feeling like I took an EpiPen straight to my vein. <laughs> Yeah. But like by two, I'm pretty much done. Whereas coffee, I can push through. Yeah. If I have coffee in the morning, I can really usually get through that 2 p.m. slump. But it is kind of expensive, but I don't feel as like sick to my stomach. I don't feel jittery, which is nice. And if you have anxiety, it's nice to not feel that way. Yeah. Coffee really, coffee never makes me feel awake or productive. It just makes me feel hella anxious if I drink yeah. too much of it. Yeah, so it might be good, like, to just switch up it every now and then, every other day. Um, I'm out now, so I'm drinking coffee again, but I'm going to hopefully order some more. 
So that one, my second one is the song Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. It, I already know, is going to be my top played song of 2021. <laughs> All right. Heard it here I first. I sent it to Ashley in, um, in like two separate group texts. I sent it to her, my friend Naomi, and then my friend Jordan Montana, avid listeners, and Ashley. And she thought I sent it as a joke. But then she saw I sent it to both groups and she was like, oh, she's not joking because she listened to it and she's like, oh, what? But now she's on it. She's about it. Yeah. And there's like a bunch of drama tied to it. So that's like right in my sweet spot. Yeah. The girl is 17 and her voice is insane. Yeah. Like if you just listen to it and you were like, okay, the funny thing is it's about a breakup and she's like 17. She's got her driver's license. And I am 28. I've been married for almost 10 years. And I sing that song like I just got my heart broken. Yeah. <laughs> it is so good. Everyone can relate to heartbreak, TikTok. man. Yeah. You really can. Um, and then my third one is the Instagram account, Siblings Are Dating. That sounds gross. So basically people submit pictures of their friends or you can send it up yourself. And you have to vote in their story, they just post a picture and you say siblings are dating. And then at the end of the day, they reveal if their siblings are dating. Mm. And I like started following it kind of as a joke. I interact with it every night. I check to see what the, (laughs) if their siblings are dating. And the funny thing is I know a lot of people that I could submit their pictures to, but you have to, it says get permission before you submit it. So I'll, I'll take them and I'll be like, send them to Ashley. I'll be like, siblings are dating. (laughs) But like, Man, it's freaking good, and I'm always wrong, which is the worst part, because you're like, okay, they look like they're dating, so they have to be siblings. Yeah. And then they're dating, and you're like, okay, 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 I know the, I know the algorithm yeah. now. And then you're like, okay, they're dating. It's like, nope, they're siblings, uh. and it's just like the most maddening thing, and it's like, why do people date someone who looks like them yeah, <laughs> or their sibling, and then why do siblings... Why are they so close in pictures? Like, why do siblings like, why? Why is your hand on your sister's knee? That's weird. I want to take one of Nick and Tyler (laughs) and send it in and see what people say. Because, yeah, because, oh my gosh, I'm going to do that. I don't, yeah, I don't know. They look too alike. But that's the thing. You should see some of the people who are dating. They look like twins. Maybe they are. Maybe they're related. And it is. Man, it is just one of the simple pleasures of 2021. Yeah. I could see where that would be fun. I'm looking it at is. I'm looking at pictures right now and I would have no idea. Exactly. It's maddening. Yeah. I've seen people have like slideshow nights like over Zoom where they'll put the picture up from the Instagram account and you all have to like vote on it. Uh-huh. You like take shots if you got it wrong and yeah, it's a good one. All right. There you go. So yeah, if you just like apply all three of those to your week. It's like a perfect week. Yeah, exactly. All right. Deal. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And if you want to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>